Welcome in Braves Today podcast brought to you by uh, Prize Picks. Almost forgot that. PrizePicks.com. Promo code CHOP. I always think of the CHOP and I forget about Prize Picks actually. So uh, get your risk free money by going to PrizePicks.com. Uh, he's Lindsay. I'm Ben. Let's get right into it. Lindsay, we talked about it last time. We kind of previewed what everybody was thinking. Mm-hmm. And that one thing is that left field is kind of a disaster right now. Um, let's th- put that on the back burner. So not left field is as a disaster as much as Ozuna is by far, I think you and I could probably swing the bat better than what he's doing right now. <laughs> I mean, you, you, you would think he would get a bleeder, uh, something as hard as he swings that something would just fall. Uh, he's batting less than 100. So forget about Mendoza line. Let's just talk about actually like he's barely, he he barely has a, a a B average if he's in school right now. Like he would he would almost be in in the C slash D level. Uh, it's it's worse than that. Let me give you some stats real quick on this oh, while we boy. while we have time. Okay, Marcel Ozuna's OPS this year is four forty five. Hmm. Max Fried's career OPS is five forty two. Max Fried in twenty twenty one had a six forty nine OPS the last year that pitchers were hitting. Mm-hmm. While Marcelo Zuna in 2021 had a 645, it gets better. I mean, Max Freed, in his defense, was a it's silver better for slugger. Gets worse for Ozuna. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Freed, Freed at least was a silver slugger uh, on right or pitching. Although Ozuna won silver slugger for National League DH, the very first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, 36 at bats for Marcelo Zuna, 083 average, two homers, two RBIs, 457 OPS. I'm going to give you a player, 32 at-bats, 219 average, two home runs, six RBIs, 656 OPS. Player two is Huascar Yanoa, the pitcher in 2021. I didn't even know Yanoa had a home run, or at least or two. He had two. For that matter. How about that? He, He had two. It's Marcelo Zuna is literally, you would literally be doing better if you had a pitcher in the lineup versus Marcelo Zuna. Like, that's how bad he has been. And Brian Snicker said after the game, he had a good spring, but this is what counts. And said that for now, they intend to keep playing him. And it's, there is a cap on the ceiling of this team as long as Marcelo Zuna is batting under 100. And he gets play time. He gets four or five starts a week. It's just, it's a dead hole in the offense. He has three hits on the year. Two of them are home runs, solo shots. One of them is a single. You've got to do something. Yeah, because it, the thing is, even in the position he is in, the one issue that the Braves have right now is when he's up, there's usually somebody on, and he doesn't do anything. He's not mm-hmm. even moving runners over. He's not touching the ball. You gave that statistic a couple of pods ago where you were talking about how he's he's leading the league and missing it balls within the zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so pitchers don't have to throw around him. It's like, here it is. You can't touch it, so I'm just going to count it as an out. It's like an old National League lineup where if you had somebody on and the pitcher came up and there was two outs, you just went ahead and were like, yeah, we're going to get the out and we're good. Mm. And that's what it is now with Marcelo Zuna. His at-bats are at the point where he's unplayable. And he was already pretty much unplayable as an outfielder. And now he's reached that point as a designated hitter. And at this point, you have to eat the money and just get rid of him. Yeah, he's, he's a he's, $30-plus million dollar liability that you can't trade for him 
you'd mentioned to me before that the Braves have already tried that and no takers. Yeah. It, did, it did not go through. Last year, the Braves tried to make a trade for either Madison Bumgarner from the Diamondbacks or Patrick Corbin of the Nationals, who both were some of the worst starting pitchers in baseball last year. Atlanta tried to trade for both of those guys and couldn't do it. The teams did not accept Marcelo Zuna in return. And at, at, at this point, you've got to eat the money. You've got to get rid of them. I don't know who would DH. I'm not sure. You can figure that out. But literally anybody on the roster would do a better job than Marcelo Zuna's been doing. Well, Darno, we may see him come back. He's on the concussion protocol. We, mm-hmm. we could see him over the weekend. Uh, other than that, uh, he would be your DH. Plus, we need him back in the lineup to give Murphy some, some breaks from behind the plate. Speaking mm-hmm. of Murphy, welcome to Atlanta, Mr. Murphy absolutely love seeing what he did. He got uh, hit, hit the walk-off. I mean, honestly, just looked nice and casual and smooth around the bases. He knew what was coming when he got home, uh, got the water. It was great. Uh, it, it's We've been saying for a while, he's hitting the ball hard. They're going to start falling. They started to fall. He had a great homestand. Feel really good about where Sean Murphy is. Couple of hits at the end, at the end of the series as well to wrap things up against the the Cincinnati Reds, where he was able to get a couple of more RBIs. Uh, also hustling around the bases, uh, mm-hmm. something that you don't usually see out of a catcher, but he's got a little bit more speed than say a Darno or any other catcher in Major League Baseball. I mean, he's just built a little different. He's that long, lanky, kind of skinny type catcher uh, that the kid that you know, was probably the super athlete on all of his teams, Little League, Babe Ruth, high school and all that. And so oh, yeah. he ended up being a catcher and it working out better for him. Final stats for Sean Murphy for the homestand. Six of 22, four doubles, a home <clears> run, <throat> five RBIs, eight walks, and a walk-off. See, that's not a bad way to start your career in Atlanta. So uh, he will continue and uh, hopefully things will roll over into Kansas City as well. And we called it last weekend, didn't get it, but we get it the first this week, or at least I did, get the sweep. So that's always good to get a sweep of any team that you're playing. Especially one that you struggled with so much last year, I, you know, as far as losing that opening series to the Reds at home, struggling so much like you did, and having coming off of that Padres series where we thought it was going to be a 3-1 win or a 4 nothing win, and you dropped the series to come back and uh, battle in those games the way you did and end up winning all three has to be great momentum for the guys. Much deserved day off on Thursday. First day day off they've had since the day after opening day. Uh, and then getting ready to head to Kansas City. You have to feel good about where Atlanta is uh, because you have guys expected to come back from the IL. You mentioned Darno. Michael Harris is expected to come back. Mm-hmm. Max Freed's been doing uh, work, including fielding practice. And mm-hmm. the, the, the common belief is he may be able to come back without a rehab start. And so you may be getting Max Freed back soon and plugging guys back into this lineup that's been able to make it happen despite missing some guys over the last couple days or so. Another guy that continues to be a stud, and you even heard the uh, back when Atlanta played, played the Padres, uh, Machado talked about it as well as other players have talked about it. Acuna continues to shine, continues to have uh, great at bat, still playing well defensively out in the outfield. Uh, he's a guy that is just Atlanta's going to lean on again. I'm just knock on wood. He he's I want him to be healthy all year. I have noticed on some of the shallow fly balls, he's not just gone all out which I'm fine with because they're, they're probably going to drop anyway. And mm-hmm. so that's keeping him from, I don't know, just you know tweaking a hammy or doing something to an ankle that he rolls or doing something to a wrist from him laying out. 
I, I do appreciate the hustle. I'm glad he's doing a better job of reading, hey, we're up for it or nothing. I may not need to crash into the wall in order to 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 save something. Instead, he's holding back until he needs it, and then he's he's showing up. Yeah, and part of that comes from just seeing things around the league. Adam Duvall, his former teammate, coming in to make a catch in Boston in center field, breaks his wrist. That's always an awkward play for an infielder running in and having to slide. So I understand his and appreciate him being a little more cautious. Fun stat here, the list of players in MLB with 20-plus hits and 5-plus stolen bases right now is one person, Ronald Acuna Jr. <laughs> MVP season already. I know it's early, way too early predictions, but as, as other players from around the league have said, he could be the face of baseball. Uh, he's actually got a couple of new endorsement deals. I've seen some commercials watching some of the games that he's been doing, so good for him on that. And uh, it looks like he continues to shine for the Braves. So other takeaways from the Cincinnati uh, sweep and, and what you saw, I, I did. I thought the pitchers did a little bit better. Sometimes it may not show up in the run column. The, the, uh, it showed up in the win column, not necessarily the run column and what they allowed. But some of those hits were not hard hit balls. They got a lot of blue pits, did Cincinnati, and, and so – uh, the pitchers didn't look bad. They just – the walks, I think, have got to be cut down. Other than that, mm -hmm. I, I think that uh, as far as, you know, guys squaring up a ball, they're doing a good job of having some movement and being able to get some outs. Yeah, Kyle Wright looked a little bit rusty when he first came back, he but did. still pitched well enough, you know, for the Braves to win the game. Spencer Strider struggled a little bit, especially velocity-wise early in the outing. Rick Kranitz came out and talked to him, and Strider gave him all the credit afterwards, you know, and in essence – telling him to stop screwing around and just go pitch mm -hmm. uh, looked much better after that he said he had been trying to pace himself a little too much so he could go deeper into the start Kranitz said just let it eat we'll take care of whatever's left after you're done and so he went out there looked like a different pitcher after that you have to feel good about obviously what you saw from the staff getting the game keeping the game within reach as it got to the bullpen even if you did have to come back and walk it off later and Orlando Garcia taking the fastball to the wrist, but it appears, based on what the team has said, uh, no lingering injury there, so you have to feel good about it. He has a day to rest. You may have to replace him for a game or so, but he should be around for the weekend <laughs> and not have an IL stint. So makes you feel good about coming out of the series. For the most part, everybody is, is as healthy as they were when they went in, and you've got some guys coming back soon. 94 Braves versus the 4-9 Kansas City Royals as the Braves will head to KC. Uh, the Royals giving up uh, close to almost five runs per game. So uh, mm -hmm. any expectations to see out of this series? When you look at it on paper, the Braves should completely dominate the Royals. It, they do not hit a lot of home runs, so they don't hit the ball out of the yard a lot. Uh, if the Braves can keep it inside uh, the ballpark, they should be fine. But again, I told you this is one of those um, those letdown series where all of a sudden you could turn around and the Royals could sweep a hot Braves team uh, coming into the weekend in Kansas City. Yeah, good pitching matchups this weekend. Charlie Morton on Friday versus Brady Singer. Mm. Bryce Elder on Saturday versus Chris Bubik. That's my game to watch for a trap game. If there's mm -hmm. a trap game in this three-game series, Bubik looks like a much better pitcher this year than he did last year. Kind of tweaked his pitch mix a bit, so the slider's looking a lot more effective. And... Elder still in that nebulous. He's up. He's a spot starter. He's trying to keep a spot in the rotation. If he presses a little too much, uh, gets in trouble there, you may see Casey steal one. If Atlanta does not get a sweep, that's the game that I predict might go the wrong way. Sunday, Kyle Wright versus Zach Greinke. You feel good about uh, facing a veteran in Greinke who doesn't quite have the same stuff, but still has mm -hmm. the guile and the pitchability. So 
Uh, I feel good about Friday and Sunday. I still think the Braves are favored to win on Saturday, but if you see a loss, it'll be that one. I do like the right matchup on Sunday, and one reason being is because, as you said, he looked a little rusty at times, but then all of a sudden he was painting corners and he was throwing 93 with a lot of movement that the ball was kind of sinking away. His sinker was working as well. Uh, who knows? And, and start number two, if he feels more loose, not, not as much pressure. Sometimes pitchers do like pitching on the road a little bit better just because there's not a lot of pressure of the hometown crowd. Uh, and I think Kyle Wright may be one of those guys. So it'll be interested to see, not to mention – who knows what Grinky's going to show up? I mean, he could go out there and he looked like you throw a no hitter, and then the guy could be out there with his hat turned sideways and doing all kinds of weird things on the mound, shaking off his own pitch com calls. Yes. That was a thing that we saw this year from Grinky in spring training. Also, it's an absolute phenomenal thing. From the plate, the Braves, the, these pitchers for Kansas City give up a lot of hits. Now, I know you wouldn't know that if you just looked at recency bias. They did win 10-1 to 1 over the Texas Rangers. But other than that, when you look at all the rest of their games, I mean, averaging, you know, that was one of those games that brought that average down. But mm -hmm. darn near five runs per game, that game, that was a lot higher if you look back at the first of the season. So uh, the Braves could, if the bats continue to be hot, they could have a very good very good homecoming. Well, not homecoming because after that, you we talked about going to San Diego. Also, uh, fun fact, uh, weird game times this weekend. Yes, 8-10 Eastern on Friday, which is kind of a standard central time thing there. 4-10 uh, on Saturday. It's Jackie Robinson Day. I'm not sure if, if MLB said we're not going to make opening day, uh, day to, you know, morning to evening baseball, but we'll do it on Jackie Robinson Day. And then 2-10 getaway game on Sunday. So... 8-10, 4-10, Should be weird. But the good news is they're all in Bali, so you'll be able to watch those if you are lucky enough to get the Bali channels. Uh, again, there will be maybe some more news down the road on as far as that is concerned a little bit later on as mm -hmm. well. Your pick for the weekend, you say 2-1? Two 2-1. And one? Two and one. Should I jinx them and say sweep again, or should I go Do with 2-1? and one? Do it. Jinx it. Jinx it. <laughs> I'll go ahead and jinx it. I'm going to say that it's another sweep. It should be a sweep when you just look at the numbers. But again, Kansas City playing at home, you just never know what you're going to get. He's Lindsey Crosby. I've been Taylor. It's all been brought to you by Prize Picks. As always, Lindsey, greatly appreciate your time, sir. Thanks for having me. Chop on.